Welcome to Money Isn't Scary, a podcast for women to explore our fears around money and inspire each other to be financially independent. I'm Megan Dwyer, and I'm making it my personal mission to remove the taboo around money and help women rewrite their stories so they can stop staying small and start to live the life they truly desire. Get ready to be uncomfortable. It's not easy to unpack our thoughts and behaviors, but we will learn so much about ourselves in the process. I'm super excited for you to join me on this journey. Let's do this. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the first official episode of the Money Isn't Scary podcast. Thank you so much for joining me here today. I'm your host, Megan Dwyer. And I can think of no better topic to cover in this first episode than what we're going to talk about today. I Today, I want to honor the notorious RBG, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the Supreme Court Justice who just passed away a few months ago in September. I love everything about this woman. If you are a female and you have a credit card or a bank account in your name, which are some of the very basic tools for financial independence, you can thank RBG. In my opinion, she is the definition of badass. She just marched to the beat of her own drum. And I, for one, am so grateful for everything that she's fought for. So she sat on the Supreme Court and she is known for her social equality and women's rights. And I just think this is such a timely conversation since we're on the brink of an election and our world is in such uncertainty right now. Ruth made so much of an impact in our country that she became this pop culture icon with celebrity status, right? So she was, you may have seen that she was spoofed on Saturday Night Live, um, played by Kate McKinnon. There was a movie made about her in 2018 called On the Brink of, on the, um, excuse me, On the Basis of Sex by starring Felicity Jones. Her personal trainer published a book about her workouts. Now, this woman was all of five feet tall and 100 pounds, and she could do push-ups like no other, and she, she's just amazing. There's all these memes out there um, about her. There's T-shirts and tote bags and candles, and now there's all these virtual road races that are going on honoring her and her, her contributions and her legacy. And um, that's really a testament to who she is as a person or who, she, who, or who she was and the contributions that she made to our country. Um, so I just want to share with you guys exactly what she did to uh, make such an impact for women when it comes to finances. She really was this pioneer that made it possible for women to even be involved in personal finances in the first place. One of her, the earliest contributions that she made was on this court case. It was uh, Reed versus Reed in 1971. So Sally Reed was uh, a woman whose son had committed suicide and she was up until that point unable to manage her son's estate due to specific state law where she lived. I believe it was Idaho. Um, And that state law specified that males were preferred over females to administer estates. She fought to overturn that. Like, 
just think about that. What, on what basis does, did the, did the, the state, and I suppose the country at that point too, have to say that women were not good enough or smart enough or what, whatever, whatever the, the country deemed at that time in that patriarchal culture that they were living in, that women could not do a job that men could do. This stuff just drives me crazy. Um, so this particular court case paved the way for her in 1974 to pass the Equal Credit Opportunity Act. And this is what this is the act that made it illegal for creditors to discriminate on the basis of gender, uh, race, um, sexual orientation, among so many other other things. Women at, up until 1974 were not allowed to apply for to apply for credit cards and mortgages without a male cosigner, and this act that Ruth put worked tirelessly to put into into action um reversed all of that so now women could build a credit history of their own which just opens up so many more financial opportunities right so there's all these stories of women who've had full-time jobs and made more than their husbands but they weren't allowed to get a loan to buy a car without the husband's signature like are you serious Nowadays, that seems crazy, but think about it. 1974 was not that long ago. It's, I mean, for many of us, it's, it was, it was in our parents' lives and they were probably, they were teenagers. So let me tell you a quick story. Um, When I was 18 years old, I got my first credit card at a baseball game because it came with a free t-shirt. My dad encouraged me to do it so that I could start building a credit history, even though I had no idea how to responsibly manage a credit card at the time. I probably shouldn't have even been trusted with it. Regardless, I had one. But my mom, when she was 18, couldn't do this. She was 18 in 1973. And even though she had a job, was in college, and was fully supporting herself, she still couldn't have her own bank account. That's so messed up. No wonder she and so many women from our parents' generation tune the financial stuff out. It's almost like they can't even be bothered because they weren't even allowed to. They were never told that they should or could be actively involved in personal finances. So, all right, (laughs) this is frustrating, but what can we do? We can't stop what Ruth Bader Ginsburg started Okay, like this is a rally cry, guys. Like we just because she passed away, we does not mean that we can we can let her work just fall to the wayside. We need to keep her fight and her spirit alive. So I have a, a couple of steps. Um, well, a couple of st- a couple of tips that I think uh, would be really would be important for everybody to hear. The first one is start talking about this. Tell your friends, your coworkers, your kids anyone in your life who needs to hear this about the systemic inequalities and Ruth's contribution to our country. The more awareness that people have, the more of an opportunity there is to make change. Let's encourage each other to not take for granted the rights that we have today because of what she's done for us. 
I am so passionate about teaching RBG's legacy to my kids. Our kids need to hear what we care about and what our passions are, which is an amazing way to pass along our values to the next generation. Uh, there's actually, if you guys are interested in doing this, there's actually a bunch of kids books about her. There's one called, um, well, there's many of them, but one in particular called I Descent. And there is even board books for toddlers. I kid you not. Um, there is, there's a whole series of books called I Look Up To, and one of them is Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And there's, there's several others, but, um, it's, it's awesome. And it's amazing to me that I'm just so proud that we are able to, to build those, those tools for our kids. And it's our job to make sure that they're getting those messages. Um, the next tip I'd say is speak up. So like, look around you for any, just, just have your antennas up for any examples of inequality or things that just don't sit right to you. And find your voice. Wage inequality is a really big one in the workforce. So if, if something you, if you're aware of something or something just doesn't seem right to you, talk to your boss or go even higher if you have to. Um, donate money to causes that matter to you. Get involved in your community. Volunteer. Just keep showing up. Um, the more that you relay your message and your passions out into the world, the more of an opportunity there is for change. And I will um, say this over and over again, but do not, do not forget to vote. Please make sure you vote in the, in the coming up election. And um, finally, we need to carry on Ruth's legacy in our personal lives and in our careers as women. When you face a challenge or a question, ask yourself, what would Ruth do? I love this phrase. Um, using this phrase as a guide in our own lives will keep her with us. She was a fighter and we can continue to fight for what she started if we just remember what would Ruth do. You can also, if you're so inclined, you can go on Etsy um, or, or many other, there's many other websites out there and you can get all kinds of what would Ruth do swag. Um, I Go check it out. There's all kinds of t-shirts and, um, coffee mugs and jewelry that you can, that you can buy if you need to keep that, if you, if you want to keep that message with you at all times. Um, all right guys. So that's what I have. And I am so glad that I was able to pass on, um, my passion for Ruth's contributions to our world. If you are interested in hearing more and engaging with others on this topic, you can also join my private Facebook group, Money Isn't Scary, where we build a community of like-minded women willing to recognize that they have a right and a responsibility to fight for their own financial security. All right, that's it for today. Thanks so much, and I'll see you next time. Hey guys, thanks for joining me on this episode of the Money Isn't Scary podcast. You can find more information and connect with a community of like-minded women looking to explore their money stories on the Money Isn't Scary Facebook page. And if you like this podcast, please feel free to leave a review. Thanks for listening.